Welcome to Mini Math Chats, here to help math educators build confidence and spark inspiration for teaching math in less time than it takes you to run to the bathroom. I'm Mona, a former math avoider, teacher, and math coach. Everything changed for me when I started using a student-centered approach that honored my students' ideas and gave them space to focus on the problem-solving process, not just the product. In these mini math chats, I'll give you quick ideas and insights to do just that in your math community. Every Wednesday morning, we'll meet right here to jumpstart your math mindset for the day. We're at our fifth and final strand of math proficiency, and definitely not the least. Productive disposition. It's a fancy way of saying the habits and mindsets that we use to see math as useful and worthwhile, along with our belief with diligence that we can achieve and make sense of math. Inside of productive disposition, I would say, lies heavily self-efficacy. This is an individual's belief that they are capable of doing something. And so how do we develop our students' self-efficacy? their productive disposition toward math. We have to give them tasks that are worth working on. Giving them math tasks that are difficult and showing them that they can achieve is perfect for developing self-efficacy. When we give students too easy of work, we're telling them, we don't think you can, so you need this easy work. When we give students challenging tasks and we support them with just-in-time supports, we show them that they can indeed do hard things. When we capitalize on student interest and student choice within the math classroom, we allow students to see that they exist in this community. Productive disposition is your math community, the one where you strategically build students' math mindsets where they believe that they are math people and they have that self-efficacy to see that math has a place in their lives with their choices and with their interests. When you strategically build relationships, collaboration, and risk-taking behaviors in your students, you are building that productive disposition toward math. When you have structures for encouraging your students and giving frequent and focused feedback, you are building their self-efficacy and their disposition toward math that they can be productive here. I suggest you use real-world mathematicians to show students that math people are all people. You might consider using math surveys and reflections to help you better understand your little mathematicians. The more you learn about your students, the more you can give them targeted feedback and build lessons to help them build their math mindset. Building in productive reflections into math will help students develop self-awareness and a growth mindset. This podcast is here to help you develop a math classroom community where students and teachers achieve more than you ever thought possible. This podcast is devoted to this feel-good feeling about math. So if you are looking for ways to build your math classroom community and build your students' productive disposition toward math, 
This podcast has so much to offer for you. So I will link in the show notes some related episodes that you can go back to and listen for some tangible ideas of how to build your students' productive disposition toward math. So how can you get your students to tackle word problems confidently when there is no time and so many requirements? I am going to show you how to make this shift from feeling frustrated and overworked and under-supported to waking up every day excited to teach math, to using your expertise to plan lessons that directly focus on your students' needs. So if you're a first through fifth grade teacher who is tired of students giving up on word problems before they even try, and you're not willing to give up, but you constantly feel like you're taking two steps forward and three steps back, I have the training for you. Because you ultimately want effective lessons that don't demand more of you, and you want your students to problem solve independently. So join me for a free training on the three most common mistakes to avoid when teaching word problems. It's on March 11th at 1 p.m. Central Time. You can register at monamath.com slash training. And if you can't make it because it's a Saturday at 1 p.m., don't worry. As long as you're registered, I'll send you the recording. So I can't wait to see you there so that we can start increasing your students' achievement and understanding and helping you feel more successful at teaching math.